Yes, it's your boy K Reed, aka Luxury. And this is episode three of Read Between the Lines. Once again, follow me on Instagram underscore L U X U R E I D. Please make sure you follow the clothing line at No Fake Love Apparel on IG as well. We got new product that is flying. So make sure you get in tune with all the new fits, the new accessories, the new merchandise. We got that fire. And please make sure you check out the Luxury EP out on all streaming platforms. Stay in tune with that, man. And once again, thank you guys for tuning in. And let's get it started. Episode 3 of Read Between the Lines is... It's going to be a very dialed back episode because the first two episodes, I, I hit y'all with the gut punches off the rip. Speaking on, you know, therapy, depression, you know, my dad, recipes is so Mr. Kenneth Reed Sr. And speaking on Kanye West. So I just, I want to give it a little fun this time. I want to give a little, a little, a little insight on the kid. And I want to talk about my musical journey from the beginning to where I'm at right now. And it's 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 going to be a fun ride. So I hope you guys are strapped in. And let's get it. So the beginning of my musical career started all the way back to 2002. So let me paint the picture for y'all. I was a freshman in high school. Robeson High School would be a set. Shout out to all my peoples from Robeson, man. Love y'all to death, all my close friends. Much love to y'all. 106 and Park was out. You know, AJ and Free, who are the best hosts. No shade to anybody. It just is what it is. Freestyle Friday and... The classic album from the clips, Lord Willing, is out. And of course, you know, you got that grinding beat that was out. Grinding. It was the it was the easiest beat, but it was the hardest beat at the same time. Because anybody could do it. All you had to do it. That's it. That's it. We was able to do that on lunch tables, classroom tables. We even did that shit on the lockers. Everything was lit. So we were in math class. I think my boys, I think my boys LG and Blue was there. Shout out to y'all, man. Love y'all to death. We had free time in math class. So it's like, fuck it. We're going to rap. None of us were rappers. So it was just something fun to do. So we did it, and it was my turn, and oh Lord, forgive me, Lord. This was my first ever verse, my first ever rap I've ever written. You gotta, you gotta give me some credit. This was 02, this is 2020 now. What I said back then, I, I surpassed that 50 million times over as far as rapping. And I was a kid, so I was like, fuck it. Alright. If anybody teases me about this verse, kiss my ass. If anybody says anything from this verse, kiss my whole entire ass. And here it goes. Uh, 
I said, your girl left you. She said, your thing was shrinking. She gave me so much brain, she could tell what I'm thinking. You walk like a blood, but you talk like a crip. Put a whole gun in your mouth, have you choking on a clip. Come in your girl's crib, yes, I plucked it too. Your rhymes so dry, they hardly stick the glue. Put me in any battle, yes, I'm gonna win. Can't go on 106 and Parker, always the champion. How dare y'all put me against the worst? All I do is spit his lies, cause the truth will hurt. How you begging for mercy like Kunta Kinte in the whip? Send you into retirement after I give you the pink slip. Oh my god. What the fuck was I thinking? First of all, what gun? What gun? I was talking about putting a whole gun in your mouth, have you choking on a clip. What fucking gun? The air gun? The bang bang? The you know, the finger shit that these battle rappers do now? You know, I had that back in 02. I was like, I was waving it in the air, some shit. <laughs> like, what was I thinking? I really thought I was going to be a 106 in part, Freestyle Friday, spitting that shit, and having a cold crowd go ham. In hindsight, I would have got roasted. I would have got smoked on that. <laughs> like... No, I wouldn't have even been able to come back to school with that whack shit. So, that was that, you know. I always, I used to write a lot. And it was crazy because I used to write and not knowing how to properly structure what I was writing. Because I used to write, write, write. And when I was actually finished or when I thought I was finished... It was a whole paragraph and that's not the proper structure of a song or a verse or anything like that so it was I would say about oh oh six oh five oh six it was music class so the music teacher gave us an assignment to make our own song so he gave us the platform he gave us the, you know, the blueprint for how to make a proper song. It's a basic song is verse, hook, verse, and then hook again. So he showed us how to count the bars. When you hear people spitting bars, it's a four count. It's one, two, three, four, one, one, two, three, four, two. That's how you count your bars. So it's either a 16, 16 bar verse, 8 bar hook, 16 verse, hook again. That was easy. Once he told me that, he like unlocked, he opened up Pandora's box. Because if, if I would have knew it was that easy, I would have started way earlier. But gave us these computers to... to uh, create the song with and I was working with somebody but I did all the goddamn work <laughs> it, it's real I wrote the song and I, it shows how to produce a track too I believe either Fruity Loops or GarageBand was one of the programs that was on the computer's preset so I produced I did the production and I wrote the song so it was time to record you know, went into our little makeshift studio, which is actually like a fucking coat closet. But it was dope. It was dope to be able to do that. And I 
or recorded the song, sent it to the teacher, didn't think anything of it. So a couple days after that, I'm in the hallway. I get random people coming up to me, showing me props. They're like, yo, this shit is fire. I'm baffled. What are you talking about? Yeah, the song that you did in music class. The song I... Mind you, I already had this out of my head because I thought somebody was going to come up with something crazy. And, you know, my my little first time doing this shit would be nothing. But what I later found out is my song that I... My first time creating a song was the best out of all the classes. The teacher actually played my song as an example for all the other classes. I was hyped. I spoke to the teacher. He was like, yeah, for your first time, this was amazing. So, you know, light bulb went off, went off in my head. Maybe I could actually become a fucking rapper. Maybe. Just maybe. So, you know, I... Now that I had the structure, it was nothing. I just kept I kept rapping, kept rapping, kept writing, actually. Um, and, of course, again, I was in math class again. And I was, I was trying to come up with a rap name. You know, it ain't cool unless you got a rap name. So, my, my initial rap name was the Fresh Prince of Crown Heights. I thought it was fire. I thought it was fire. And if you don't, if you don't think that's fire, like I said, there's an area that you could definitely kiss. So yeah. But shout out to my brother Bugs, man, DJ Bugs, man. Shout out to him. He's like, yo, why don't you just go with K. Reed? Word. I could just go with my regular name. And he was like, okay, yeah, it works. It worked. So, from that point on, I was known as K. Reed. You see me? Call me K. Reed. I'm a Sam K. Reed on the track. And that's that. Um, I graduated. After that, you know, I graduated. And that summer, I I continued to write. I continued to write. I remember writing to, like, Tierra Marie's Make It Feel Good. That ding, 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 ding. Like, it had the whole, the old Rakim sample. So I did something to that. And I was on my stoop one day. I had, I had my headphones in with the part in the asshole that's beeping the horn while I'm trying to give y'all this real shit, son. <laughs> I had, I was outside on my stoop. I had the no skip CD player with the with the Duracell batteries. Y'all know about that no skip CD player with them supercharged Duracell batteries for a dollar that only lasts for about fifteen minutes. Then you put that shit in the freezer. You you freeze it up a little bit. You get an extra ten minutes on top of that. So now you got twenty five minutes of music and nothing else. So you gotta buy a whole other full pack of Duracell batteries. I had so many of those rappers around the house. My brother got so pissed seeing them damn near cut your damn feet over that plastic shit that the batteries came in. <laughs> so I had that, you know, listen to instrumentals, 
you know, and my neighbor, he stumbled upon me, you know, rapping while I had the, you know, the CD play on. So he heard me. It's like, bro, like you, you sound dope. Like, do you wanna you wanna collab with me or something? I didn't really want to collaborate because I didn't know that he actually fucking rap. But I said, anyway, I'd I do it. You know, just see how, you know, what the process is to actually be within a writing session and be around people, see, feed off of people. So, you know, I went up to his crib, you know, chill with his sisters, you know, chill with his brothers. We all, they put on the beats, they started rapping. But they was on some whole gangster shit, like some real, real gangster shit, and that that ain't me. The, that that wasn't me. So I wrote to adapt to that, and it came out pretty well. It came out pretty well. So you know, of course, now it's time to record. So we went to one of their boys' places. It was so fucking hot in that goddamn studio. It wasn't even a studio. It was in a project. Like, dude had the whole setup in his room. He had a closet. The closet was the booth. And shit, I'm, I think I'm sweating now, like, reenacting that in my mind. And then, you know, in the closet, you had to foam around the booth and lock and close the door. I'm giving musical insight for those that don't know. Whenever they see foam inside of a recording studio or the recording booth, it's to keep the outside sounds where the boards and everyone else is at from coming into where the artist or the performer is, you know, doing their piece. So just some musical insight for those people that don't know that. So I recorded it. And it came out dope. It came out dope. I, I got the CD and I was hyped. I was hyped. This is my first time in a real studio. Well, not a real studio, but, you know, recording and hearing myself on a CD on multiple tracks. I was hyped. I kept, I kept rewinding my verse back. I kept rewinding my verse back. I was, like, I was super hyped. And then they wanted me to perform the songs with them. And I dubbed it. I dubbed it. I definitely did because it wasn't my it wasn't my music it wasn't my music it was a bunch of freestyles like I understood but I wanted to be able to be known for my own music so that was that and going into 07 I link up with my boy Primo shout out to my boy Primo he's hearing me rap he's he's saying Yo, you got me my boy. Like, who's your boy? It's like my boy Young. It's like who the fuck is Young? Say like, my boy Young, he raps. I'm like, all right, who? Where you at? So shout out to my brother Young. I know he's probably listening to this right now. He's laughing his ass off. Make sure y'all follow him on Instagram. Always Young, A L L W A Y S. Y-U-N-G, his album left, lost everything a few times, it's out on all streaming platforms right now. I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so. Shameless fucking plug, man. Shout out to the family. 
So he's like, yeah, my nigga Young right here. Mind you, I met this nigga before. We had a whole conversation about everything else but rap. So he shows me this nigga. And I'm sitting there like, yo, like, you rap? He's like, yeah. He's like, you rap? Yeah, nigga. So, (laughs) and then we just linked. So Primo took us to the studio all the way in West Bubba fucking Queens. I still don't don't know where the fuck we went. To this day, I cannot tell you what part of Queens. I don't even know if we were still on Earth at that time because it was in it was far i think we took a space shuttle to get to that shit we had to so we did (laughs) so i'm stupid we did a freestyle to fat joe's make it rain we did that we put it out no people was you know people people was bumping it so i think something happened with primo we kind of lost contact with them and and we we got back to it. Me and Young was like, you know what? We rock out. We could do something. So he's like, yo, my boy Lex raps too. I'm like, word. Let's get it. Shout out to my brother L Dizzy Dot. And we just connected. And we 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 had our writing sessions. Listening to mad instrumentals, it was this dude called Jay Arms. He had all you hear is arms, arms, arms. That's all you hear on the fucking instrumental tape. We used to buy those shits, and then we linked up, and we just started we started writing, and we just decided, you know what, we gonna do this group shit. Like, when was the last time we seen a, a trio of dudes that all spit besides the locks? So, we wanna give that new version of the locks, but we had to come up with a clever name. So, you know, Young and Lex were from the Bronx. They were on, they were on the Bronx side of the four, five, and six line, and I was all the way in Brooklyn on the last stop on the four four line. So do various brainstorm we decided to name the group Green Line because that's legit what connects us. And once we said that it was over. It was everything was a go. It was set in stone. It was etched in 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 the in the stars. We rolled we rolled with it. Everything was a go. So we started recording, then it was we started writing, then it was time to record. So they found a studio all the way in Castle Hill. Whew shit. My head hurts. <laughs> my head hurts remembering how long that fucking ride was. But it was all for dedication. I I didn't care. I was the I was this Brooklyn kid going all the way to Castle Hill, which is damn near in the one of the last stops on the sixth line in the Bronx. And the projects locking in. I used to get off at work at two. We would lock in for six, seven, eight hours, just knocking out joints. So I used to do that. Come all the way, go to work, get off at two, go all the way to Castle Hill, record, come back on the sixth line. All the way to Brooklyn Bridge, transfer, 
come all the way back to and do it and you know try to, to be at work at six o'clock in the morning it was dedication but we was the young hustlers we was the young go-getters and we did that shit and we and those are such memorable times because we did two fire mixtapes called make a mad campaign and product of development you know we were hit we were hitting the streets running we i remember like we was bagging like i call it bagging up work i know we weren't selling drugs but we were you know we had we went to the cd stores to get the cds printed up the covers printed up putting the the the, the covers into the cd cases Hitting all the clothing stores, dropping off, having book bags full of full of CDs. I still got CDs to this day of of how many that we used to get. It was crazy, but we were street teaming. We it, it felt so good, and you know we, we kept going on. Unfortunately, uh, Lex left the group. Uh, he had things to take care of, so me and Young decided, you know what. We're gonna continue to be a duo, and we did that shit. We we made some some fire tapes. We did the Green Mile. We did No Sleep for Dreamers. We did Life Loyalty is Forever. And if you want to listen to any of these former projects that we had, all you have to do is search Green Line on any streaming platform. Our whole catalog will pop up. You will see our extensive catalog. And you will see all our singles, our EPs, our collaborative projects with other people. And, you know, you see videos, etc., etc. So make sure y'all, y'all do that. So we were working, working, working. And we decided, you know what? We're going to actually do an album. Like most of these, most of these, the ones that we did were they were okay. They were it was still fire. Don't get me wrong. It was a lot of quality, very, very, very high quality music that was on those projects. But we said we're gonna do an album. We're gonna have this album feel. So we got to working with it. We did about six or seven songs. Six or seven songs. We had those in a cut. So it was. It was time to review. We had to do a review of everything that we recorded and, you know, to see the direction of what we were doing. So, shout out to my brother Rick, man. You, like, I always say this you are the executive producer on a lot of these projects. Like, Rick is not a yes man. He never will be a yes man. He will give it to you straightforward to the facts. No bullshit. So, I remember this. I remember we played a couple of those songs. And Rick may not remember this. I love you to death, bro. You don't remember this. Me and Young remember this vividly. We played the songs for him, and he said, this ain't it. Me and Young looked at each other in shock, like, holy shit. Rick said, this ain't it. If Rick said, this ain't it, it ain't it. Fuck all, like, because if he say that, then our other loyal people definitely won't be like, this ain't it either. So, we said, nah, we can't do this. So, we revamped. We we pushed all those in the vault. 
We had we, that's like all the song that we do that we never release. We put that shit in a vault to see the light of day. Five, ten, fifteen years ago, uh, later, or whatever the case is, we revamped that entire album. But we said, you know what? To make a statement, if you listen to every classic album, that intro sets the tone for the rest of the album. I'm getting goosebumps, like, talking about this album. The album is entitled Unforgettable. Man. The... I call that our magnum opus because the the mindset that we had in in creating that that body of work was just it was genius because we started with that intro called Rise in the Morning. You hear you hear a piano played by my brother K Quick. Shout out to K Quick, man. Mastermind, genius, engineer, producer, singer. You know, he's playing the piano, and yo, you hear a fucking Morgan Freeman voiceover. Like, y'all know Morgan Freeman, Sam's. You hear that man voice? You hear him? You hear James Earl Jones? Like, those are some classic voices for you to be hearing on a project. So we did that. You hear it quick in the, you know, the backgrounds. Crying from the rooftop. That was just, it was something epic about that. We just felt like the forces were, were, were gathering to create this body of work. And once we did that, we played that for Rick. He was like, yes, yes. So it everything just started to fall into place from that. And we crafted that album, like, so 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 well shout out to everybody that we worked with on that project shout out to once again k quick shout out to devo d shout out to dresser shout out to to Corey jones man it was a classic time man and that album opened up a lot of doors it opened up a lot of doors um even before those doors started opening we had the album but we had to, we had to, of course, we had to come up with a cover because when you listen to any dope ass project, what the cover is what you're going to see before you even hear the music. So we had that. We just came, we started brainstorming and it was like, we got to do something that's going to shock people. We got to do something where people see that they're like, it makes them feel uncomfortable. Like they have, they they need to have combos with people to, like, to understand the process of what we were thinking about. And me and Young's creative, crazy ass minds decided, you know what? Everyone's looking up to God. Why don't we have an album cover with God looking up to us? <sighs> Boy. Boy, oh boy. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Yo, we were in our bag with that one. And, you know, we, we started, you know, sending out memos to people that that did covers to see if they could bring our, you know, our idea to life. 
then it finally happened. Someone got the final joint. We we looked at that joint like, this is it. This is it. Like we 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 got it. We got it. We put that out. Yo, so many people was hitting us up. Like, yo, y'all wildin'. It's like, no, this is artistic. This is artistic freedom. We weren't we weren't shackled down by anything. We we wanted to show how creative we are, how you know creative our minds were, and to to this day I still see that that cover as a piece of art. So we did that, and you know that that album opened up so many doors for us. Shout out to everybody that was involved with the marketing of that album. Shout out to A-Live, my brother. Shout out to my brother Swat. Shout, shout out to the whole team, matter of fact. Shout out to, once again, shout out to my brother Young. Shout out to Lex. Shout out to Sal. Shout out to Steve. Shout out to my big brother Low. Shout out to Eddie Ed. Shout out to Swat. Free Sway. About to come on very soon, hopefully, man. God willing, man. And, you know... We were able to be in a lot of magazine publications, The Source, be able to be in uh, Boy Wonder hit us up. It was dope. Uh, And we were able to perform at B.B. King's, the legendary B.B. King's. No one could ever take that from us before it shut down. We were able to bless that state and tear that motherfucker up. And we were able to open up for Lloyd Banks. So that was an amazing thing. We had the listening party. The listening party was dope. Uh, we played the album. Then, you know, I was asking, like, yo, what y'all think? And I, I asked, like, anything that anybody else wants to play again. Shout out to my big brother, Kurt. He was like, yo, man, yo, Mo, yo, play that intro, Mo. That's about that shit fire, Mo. You gotta play that. So, of course, like, play that Johnny game because it was, it was a statement. It was a statement, and you know, over the years, we 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 started meeting other people, you know, that have been on this musical journey with us as well. So I just want to take a minute to shout out them once again. Shout out to my brother, the big homie Var Don, man, love you to death. Shout out to Miss Melly Sings. Shout out to. The young fellas, Biz and Storm, man. You got New Rich Family to the death. Shout out to Cammy. Shout out to Shout out to Devo. Shout out to K Quick. Shout out to Dresser. Shout out to Song Dance. Shout out to Yoshi the Talent. Shout out to A Live. Shout out to Green Street. Shout out to Shout out to Eli. Shout out to, to Ren. Shout out to everybody that we've worked with. Over the years during this musical journey, it's been like it's a and it's a lot of friendships, a lot of partnerships that have been forged in in stone and in, in the strongest metal possible. So, yeah. So then we met, like I said, shout out to Far Down. We ended up meeting him, and you know our collective minds. We met through our boy Deneron. Shout out to Deneron, Deneron Films. Find him on Instagram as well. When we see us, a 
definite, definite checkout. Um, so we started working together and then we just created our, we created a trilogy of just magnificent music called City of God. We had the, we had the opening ceremony, the main event and the finale, just, just countless music, just fire music. And then we did the other collaborative album with Miss Smelly Sings entitled The Day Of. Okay, okay, count my blessing, count my blessing. I just poured two glasses of wine with a strawberry slice on the side. I know you work two jobs, you must be tired. You should just stay home at nights like this. Ooh, I still got it. Um, yeah, so we did that. And, you know, we kept working, kept working. We dropped. EPs, shout out, we had did the No Fake Love EP, we did the the GL four fifty EP, we got the song Woo on there, shout out to the brother Chet Go. Cop shoot nicks down bang woo. We got the video out right now. It's very telling of these times that we in right now. It's a very powerful message and I need you guys to go check that out. If you go to Green Line Music on YouTube you can definitely check that check that video out. Shout out to Deneron Films for, for filming that and getting the footage together for us. It's a powerful message, man. Black Lives Matter. All Black Lives Matter. For real, for real. So, doing the music and me and Young, you know, we've been doing music for so long. We never really got a chance to actually tell our own separate stories to the people or you know, give our own, you know, identities to the people. Like, I'm, I'm the, you know, the smooth, you know, the, the, you know, the R&B-ish guy. Young is the Mr. Bar Heavy, you know, always with the bars, for real, for real. So, we came up with the decision to say, you know what? We're going to drop solo albums, we're going to drop solo albums and, you know, we're we're going to give the people different, different sides of us. So, you know, everybody knew me for, you know, rapping, but I was, I was taking time in, you know, owning my voice, you know, practicing how I would sound on certain things, like being able to, uh, you know, find my, uh, my pocket with my voice, with my singing voice. So I just decided, you know what? Enough of me rapping. I want to do something completely different that is going to, it's still going to be me, but it's going to be a whole new persona. It's going to be the whole new different sound that you get glimpses of. But this project is going to be the full, you know, force of, you know, the glimpses of, you know, the R&B, the smooth, the singing, the melodic version of me. And that's that's when I decided to do my EP. I did one song that was on that album entitled No Questions and... That was done two years prior to where the other songs were done. And 
the process for for making the luxury EP was very meticulous because I didn't just go out and just get any old normal beats. I I I searched <laughs> I searched high and dry for the for those for those beats that constructed those the the extra three songs in the album and it's it's a four track EP. I didn't want to oversaturate. I felt like anything other than that would have felt unnatural to me. It would have been just an extra song. Those four songs on the Luxury EP, which is out everywhere, of course, shameless plug again. <laughs> they 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 fit so perfect into into what I was trying to do. So I the first song I wrote after No Question just happened to be a song called Summer Garden, and I listened to the beat. And one of my favorite songs of all time is Lucini This Is It by Camp Low. And you know I I remember this because I, all I used to do was walk back and forth into my you know my mother's kitchens, walking back and forth and listening to beats over and over and over stopping it rewinding stopping it pausing it saying words to myself writing stuff down and you know i heard the song and the bop that just came to my head was lucini and it said baby you shine like the weather your melanin is sweetie there is no better love this is it like Lucini yes I can't easy the type that make your half flutter give you the heebie jeebies I make your knees when you see me that whole that whole rhyme pattern was based off of you know the whole Camp Low song and you know I wanted to do something smooth I wanted to do something like it's rare that you hear somebody legitimately talking about love it's, it's always, you know, I'm a fuck you, I'm a do this, I'm a, you know, it's nothing that's like that that's sensual anymore. It's nothing about it's like you know, you don't hear duets anymore. So when I wrote that song, I I wrote the whole song, um, and I got to the second verse, which was. You know, it was supposed to be just me. But then, you know what? I said I switched it up. I wrote it as a duet. And that's when I chose to bring Miss Melly Sings in on uh, the the song. And it just worked out perfectly. It just it felt like we was doing a duet. I still want to shoot that video. Like, oh, my God. I got the vision that I have for it. It's so dope. So I did that. I did. I found... The beat for my other joint just got paid. See the smile on my face. Feel like I just got paid. And I, I just wanted to do a feel-good song because who doesn't have a smile on their face when they get paid? When they got fresh money in their pocket? Everybody smiles. So I need everybody to play that song and feel good when they listen to that song. So I did that. That was next up. And now... I needed to find the you know the cherry on top, the icing on the cake. And that's where I found the beat for the lead single off the album, which is called Tonight, which also features Melly Sings on there. And I wanted to talk I wanted to talk. Like I didn't 
Like, I wanted to get smooth on I wanted to get sensual. I wanted to get, like, if somebody hears this song now, they're going to, they're going to, you know, get into the mood of doing what they do. You know what I mean? And then they're going to dedicate, you know, their child, whatever. They're going to name them uh, Luxurina or something like that. <laughs> so that that was the mode that I had for that song. And once again, I wrote the whole song, but I felt like something was missing. And I I just needed, I was like, no, I can't, I can't do this second part. So you know what? I'm going to write it in the, in the tone of a lady singing of it. And then that's what I revamped the whole song. And, you know, Melly came in, did an amazing job, a fantastic job of, bringing my vision to life and that was the icing on the cake once that was together it was four tracks they all blended together i threw in no questions on it no questions blended it perfect and everything was a go so and the luxury actual name you know i didn't have a name for the album when the album was done so there was there was a think tank, I, I I would say. And it was a couple names brought out and the name Luxury came out. I was just like, yo, that's it. That's it. That's it. Like Luxury, Luxury is like this this album is of a higher class. It's of a uh, a very exquisite sound to it. It's very smooth, very grown. So I need something like the name to reflect what the music is about. And that's where the whole persona of Luxury came in. And I decided to, I, I made the place card and I was just like, nah, I gotta go all the way in with this because I can't just, I can't just say this and not be about it. So... I was like, I, I went online, I found the silkiest fucking blazer, the velvet blazer. Everybody, those who know, know that velvet blazer is different. So I got the velvet blazer and I needed, I needed to, I needed to go above and beyond. So I did, I called up my boy Eli, shout out to Eli. Follow him on Instagram as well, EJ Creative NYC the most fire photos man like shout out to the whole family and and that was crazy so sorry about that shout out to EJ Creative NYC once again sorry about that guys and I did the photo shoot. The photo shoot was crazy. Came out with a couple of joints. And then he took one picture and I was just like, no, this has to be the album cover. This has to be an album cover because y'all know them old school, y'all know them old school uh, R&B joints. They always got the, the R&B singer looking over to the side, you know, looking over to the sunset or whatever, you know. Or they leaning on the side with their hand on their hip. Or, you know, once that happens on an R&B cover, you about to get some fire fucking music. So, 
he did that, and I already had the place card for the luxury read, so he threw that onto the picture. And I was just like, you know what? All right, this is the album cover, but there's something missing to that. So I I took the picture, I took the you know the revamp thing with the luxury read on it. I did like a simple edit on my phone. I added like some glare under under name, so the name luxury just pops out, and it actually makes it look like I'm looking over to something that's shining. And lo and behold, that's like the the album cover that you see. That's 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 the final product. Like I added that flare, it was over. So. I was hyped. I was hyped. I was like, yes, this is all gone. I had it in my mind. I released it on Valentine's Day. But then I, I didn't know what song to put out first. And I said, you know what? I know now. And since I'm gonna do I'm gonna do this silky shit, I'm gonna put out I'm gonna put out tonight. Tonight is the one that I'ma set set people on fire with that. Cause it's smooth, it's sexy, it's not it's not vulgar, but it, it's grown people music i'm a grown-ass man so i'm gonna make some grown-ass music that some grown-ass people want to listen to and i threw that out there people was loving it. i took one of the pictures that me and melly did over the shoot put that as the cover fire that was like you know what now nah, we gotta do this even more gotta do the video Shout out to my brother Eves, man, for allowing us to shoot that video. Shout out to Golden Cut. Shout out to, shout out to Eli for co-directing uh, that. Shout out to Bianca for co-starring in that. And, yo, the video was so spicy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, I had to I had to bring back out that Velvet Blaze. That Velvet Blaze. I had to retire the Velvet Blaze. I, I may bring it out. Who knows when with this whole COVID. You know, fuck COVID. For real, for real. Um, you know, I threw that out there. People were shocked. I had at home girls of mine. It's like, oh my god! Like I had to clutch my pearls, Kev. Like, really? That's how you feel? Like you goddamn right. You goddamn right. So, you know that. You know this whole this whole musical thing, man. My brother Young put out the fire album man left lost everything a few times out on all streaming platforms right now so make sure y'all tune into that and this this journey has been this journey has been very very gratifying we were able we went to canada we were able to perform in canada that was dope you know have have our music touch touch a lot of people um, you know, able to perform in a lot of these spots where people that truly enjoy music have performed that, and it it's 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 been such a such a great journey, and it's still going to this day. It's still going to this day. We still have more stuff that we have to do. Once again, like our 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 catalog is so extensive from when we first started to where we at now. And once again, just search Greenline on all streaming platforms. Make sure, make sure you check out my brother Young. Follow him on Instagram. Always left, always young. Sorry about that. Always young. That's A L L ways Y U N G. Left is his album. Lost everything a few times. It's out now on all streaming platforms. 
Shout out to the big bro Far Don. Shout out to Melly Sings. If you check out all our catalog, man, check out their catalog. Shout out to everybody that was listening. Shout out to the No Fake Love Apparel. Please make sure y'all go to the page. We got some fire for y'all. Man, stuff is moving quick, so make sure you get in tune with that. Fits, the merchandise, you know, the accessories, everything. Follow me on Instagram, underscore L-U-X-U-R-E-I-D. The Luxury EP is out everywhere right now, so make sure you listen to that. And this has been episode three of Read Between the Lines, man. Thank you for everybody that's tuned in. Shout out to the good people at Anchor. Shout out to the good people at Spotify. It's your boy K. Reed, a.k.a. Lux Reed, signing out 100. Yes.